Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Yes, it's me again. You're very welcome to podcast number 87 for February 2022. Here is the puzzle for this month. Rachel has the same number of brothers as she has sisters. Each one of her brothers has 50% more sisters than brothers. How many children are in Rachel's family? Okay, rewind that little bit of the podcast if you want to hear that again. Otherwise, the answer will be at the end of this podcast as usual. So it'll give you something to think about as I talk you through the developments on the Transom website. Right, let's start off with February highlights for maths teachers. Okay, here we go. The month ahead. The 1st of February is the beginning of Chinese New Year. Do you know much about that? Well, there is one traditional Chinese board game on the Transom website. It's the only activity I don't know how to pronounce. Pong Hao Ke, I think something like that. Um, And that's a nice, simple, yet interestingly clever game. Have a look at that. Can you work out the strategy for winning? Then we move on to Valentine's Day on the 14th. And of course, there are some starters to do with love. Who doesn't love maths? Anyway, have a look at the Valentine starters. The links to everything I say in this podcast are in the newsletter. That's transom.org slash newsletter. Then carry on working our way through February a few days later. On the 22nd, we have a palindromic date, the 22nd of the 2nd, written as 02, in the year of 2022. So that reads the same forwards as backwards if you write it down in shorthand date form with two digits for the month instead of just the one. Now, palindromes, what are they? Well, I'm sure you've probably come across already the fact that there are some activities about palindromic numbers on the Transom website and the strange properties that they have, um, the magical properties in some cases, so do check those out. Many famous mathematicians have their birthday in February. Uh, Galileo, Copernicus, Hardy, Bernoulli and of course the wonderful modern day mathematician Hannah Fry. February this year has exactly four weeks. So the 1st of February falls on the same day of the week, a Tuesday, as the first day of the following month, which is quite unique. I spent the recent holiday with my parents in the UK. Now, Mum loves to watch a quiz show on TV. So, if well, when I say a quiz show, I think all the quiz shows on TV. So I was rapidly brought up to speed with The Chase, Catchphrase, University Challenge, but the program that set me thinking was called Lingo. Contestants have to guess words from clues about the letters in that word. Now, I've since discovered that there is a viral web-based version called Wordle. So, a small light bulb appeared over my head, and I had an idea. Wouldn't it be a good thing to have a maths version 
So I came up with Equatoro, the mathematical expression version aimed at school students. The principle is the same. Well, it's the same as um, Mastermind, a game we used to play when I was much younger. Um, but of course, this version consists of numbers and mathematical symbols. So there's a lot more logic, a lot more clues that you can derive from the feedback you get from each guess that you have. Now, as soon as the code was written for that and the activity was working well, I had another light bulb moment. A few changes to the code and I had another activity called Vocabulary, which was similar to the game I saw on TV, but it was limited to mathematical words. So it makes a nice addition to the Transom Maths Vocabulary activities. The Row Coll game is not only brand new, but also, I believe, completely original. It is fascinating to come up with an idea for a game and then develop it through various versions, tweaking the way the game works in order to give the most interesting, exciting and thought-provoking experience for the players. A good strategy might direct a player not to always claim the highest value token if... Thinking one or two moves ahead reveals a more profitable decision. So I guess delayed gratification you could call that, but it's a case of thinking ahead. I think it's about version 3 that we're on now, and it seems to be working well. So have a go at that. The Rokol game, you can either play with someone else or you can play against the computer. And remember, the links are in the newsletter, transom.org newsletter. Have you seen the Leapfrog investigation? It's a challenge to find the minimum number of moves to swap the positions of the blue and the green frogs by encouraging them to leap from one lily pad to another. This really is one of the old school investigations. I remember in the early 80s when the investigation... Well, when investigations suddenly became a thing. It was one that I did in the classroom with pupils acting as the frogs, sitting on a row of chairs arranged at the front of the classroom. Great fun was had by all. Hilarity ensued and all the rest of it. There have been a number of computer-based versions over the years, and on the Transom website I'd been using a Flash version, but now that Flash has been banished from browsers, I have created an updated version in JavaScript. So give that a go, the Leapfrog investigation. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's suitable for all sorts of ages. Um, just finding the minimum number of moves is, is quite a challenge when you have a larger number of frogs. But um, the pattern that emerges, that the sequence, it's a, it's a quadratic sequence. So if you really want to go on to be uh, finding the nth term you really need to be doing it with perhaps older students towards the end of the secondary school career. Now, the investigation can be extended. That's quite nice. With You could have unequal numbers of blue and green frogs, or you could have different numbers of lily pads. It's up to the, uh, the child to extend it in different ways. So there's a lot of mileage in that activity. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. What number is that which being diminished by one-seventh of itself 
will equal 162. Don't you love the style in which maths problems used to be written? Anyway, a new level 7 has been added to the maths in action. Oh no, algebra in action, that's what it's called. The algebra in action set of exercises, which were first taken from a very old book written in 1895 called A First Book in Algebra by Wallace C. Boyden. That makes a bit of a change when you see the problems written in quite an unusual style. There are many mathematical facts that have to be memorised and an excellent way to make this part of learning engaging is by playing one of the pairs games. Transom has interactive pairs games on many topics, in fact 30 different topics so far including formulas to remember, and names of circle parts, and just added last week, I decided to include Greek letter pairs. I've chosen 10 Greek letters that uh, I come across most frequently in mathematics, and created this card game to help students learn their names. Now, have you taught the topic of collecting data using surveys? I remember a very good resource, I think it was from the Shell Centre, in which a questionnaire had been developed by some imaginary pupils somewhere, and the idea was to criticise the questions on this questionnaire. Now, I really need to come up with a, a transom version of that. Um, so if anybody's got any ideas of questionnaires which exhibit the common mistakes that pupils do make when they're trying to ask unbiased questions. Um, I will have a go at that, but the reason I bring that up now is because, as well as this podcast, I also listen to other podcasts, and the More or Less podcast from the BBC always comes up with some interesting number facts. Well, the last episode I listened to the presenter, Tim Harford, um, created a poll on Twitter. Uh, I took the liberty of posting on Twitter an opinion poll. I asked people, are Twitter polls A, useful, or B, useless? And I have to tell you that the poll is still open as we speak, but 108,000 people have seen this poll, and more than four and a half thousand people have voted. Well, I can tell you that it is 26.8% vote useful, 73.2% vote useless. Nearly three quarters of people have said that the poll is useless. Um, that's quite a useful answer. And therefore, the poll is, is really self-contradictory. So indeed, does that result make the poll useful? Or is this a paradox? Oh, by the way, there's some paradox activities on the Transom website if students have a, haven't come across the meaning of paradox. Anyway, I'm guessing this concept would make a great class discussion when you're doing that particular topic of collecting data. It would be a, a nice one to see what your students think. Finally, the answer to the puzzle of the month... Um, now, the way I worked it out, I boringly went back to algebra. Let Rachel have N brothers and N sisters. 
because she's got the same number of brothers and sisters. So there will be N boys, but there will be N plus one girls, because Rachel is one of the girls as well. Now, each boy will have N minus one brothers, because they are one of the boys, obviously. But they will have N plus one sisters. So the 50% information can be set up as N plus one is equal to 1.5 lots of N minus one, which is a nice little equation that can be solved and gives the answer N equals five. And altogether, there are two N plus one children. So the number of children in Rachel's family is 11. Hope you got that right. I'll be back again with another puzzle next month. Till then, bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free, or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.